right. Hi, Spooky Oki. We are back this week with our first ever guest star episode. Catherine is not here this week because she's in Spain. So we have my friend Chandler Ryan with us. Thank you so much for coming on the show. So will you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. Hi, I'm Chandler. I'm so happy to be here. Um, I'm an actor um, and I live in Los Angeles for a couple of years and have recently come back to Oklahoma for a little bit. And I love all things supernatural, spooky, Halloween. Um, I, yeah, I'm going to see Scream tonight. So I'm just, I'm a lover. I'm a lover of all of that. So very excited to be here. We're so excited to have you. So I'm going to steal a question that you have asked before because I love it. Um, So we're just going to start out like casual and easy with what's your favorite either scary movie or a movie that really scared you as a kid? Favorite scary movie is so difficult because it's like they go by I like like certain ones in different decades. I really love Halloween a lot. That was like the first I feel like slasher slasher I ever saw and it was a sleepover and everyone uh fell asleep like right as the movie started and I was like the only one awake and I was like guys guys um but that's my favorite from probably I I love Halloween and Rosemary's Baby um I don't know if Gremlins is a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie but I like Gremlins a lot too one that the one that scarred me for life was Jeepers Creepers though um I made my friend that VHS out within like 15 minutes the VHS yes yeah, yeah. When you're a kid, you think that like loving Halloween and trick or treating is like I would love this kind of stuff, and it's scary. Mm-hmm. Very scary. Yeah, for sure. What about you, what is the movie that scarred you? I don't know. I feel like like even when you ask me, I'm like I don't know. I don't feel like I really had any movies that scarred me. Like yeah. my family also didn't watch any scary movies, so like I didn't get into any like creepy stuff, like paranormal stuff, until like college. Yeah. Um, until I like lived in a haunted house and I was like, cool, I guess I have to like this now. So yeah. So I don't know. I don't feel like I really have. And I also like don't watch scary movies unless I have to do a scene from them or something. Yeah. Well, you live but... out in the country though. So I feel like it's a little more real, uh, not real. I mean, mm-hmm. scary things happen in a city too, but there's something about like the isolation and the quietness, like out. For sure. And oh, then for sure. like having to be by yourself, you know, it's like, absolutely not. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. We have like 20 acres. So there's like no neighbors close. So like no. very just out there, like cabin no. in the woods, basically. So don't even very put it spooky. in your head. Don't even put it nope. in your head. Nope. And now I was like, cool, I'll just have a paranormal podcast. Why not? Right. Make them love it. To you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So um, do you have any like favorite true crime or paranormal TV shows? Ooh. I like um I like autopsy a lot. I like to, I like to weirdly mm-hmm. fall asleep. I feel like there's a big community of like people who like to fall asleep to like pseudo scary stuff. Um yeah, yeah. and but I like it like kind of removed. Like I love unsolved mysteries and like forensic mm-hmm. files. Like those are like usually my little lullabies. I like autopsy a lot though. That one's fun. I think that one's on HBO and I read his book too, which was super interesting. Um, I recently watched Dahmer, which was really good. I liked Dahmer. I have not watched that yet. Really good. The first episode is like, it's very, I mean, it's all really hard to watch, but that first, I I like, I had my eyes covered the first time I was watching it. And then the day out, I like made three other people watch it. Cause I was like, this is so, like, it was just so, the acting was so good. Um, but yucky (laughs) as far as Dahmer goes. (laughs) Love that. Um, Love that. Yeah. What about you? What are you watching? Um, I just like, I've been watching Criminal Minds, like last night I watched like four or five episodes in a row, like I have never sat down and just watched it. It's just always been like something that I watched whenever it was on TV, but my sister is binge watching it. And so she was like, watch this with me. So we just watched like quite a few episodes. And the characters are great in Criminal Minds. I love, yeah, that's a good one. Oh yeah, it's a great one. I love that one. All right, so. Oh, is that good? I keep hearing about it. The Watcher is very, very good. The Watcher is very, I, I like held off for months and every, my mm-hmm. sister was like, you have to watch it, you have to watch it. And then I like, I, I ate that meal up and like, you know, one night it was very good. I highly Okay, I'm going to have to try that. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's always the sisters that are like, this is what you're going to watch now. Yes, it is. It is. Yeah. They hold it over your head. They really do. They really do. Is your sister older or younger? 
she's younger and I'm always telling her to watch stuff because I'm an actor. So she like, trusts me. And then when she gives me yeah. recommendations, I'm like, I bet it's not good. Um, and so she'll like hold it hostage. She'll be like, I'm not going to watch this until you watch this. So we barter. Yes. Watch it. With Love that. Fun. Yeah. Mine's younger too. So, and she's always just like, watch this. And I'm like, am I going to like that though? Most of the time I do though, so. Gotta love sisters. <laughs> All right, so what is your first like paranormal experience? Ooh, I feel like my first, the first one I ever had, I always had like very, I guess, yeah, I had very vivid and like scary dreams as a kid, but I never, and this is really the only like thing that I've ever seen or heard was at my grandma's house when I was like, I don't know, I was probably like 13 and my mom, my sister and I were all sleeping in one room and I like woke up in the middle of the night and I saw like, my grandma lives in an old, like an old house. And I just saw this woman in like a maid's uniform just like standing over my bed. And I was like, oh, cause I'd never, I was like, uh, I was like, <laughs> I literally went, don't hurt my family. And my mom, my sister, my mom woke up. <laughs> I was like, I think I saw a ghost. <laughs> My sister was so, so scared. Spooky. I know, like I probably could have been a little less dramatic about it. They probably were, you know, jolted up. And then the next night, um, so my mom was, my so my grandma was told by a psychic when she was at like a bachelorette party one time that she was sadly going to have um, a child that was going to die. And my grandma only wanted oh. four kids. She had four kids and that ended up happening. The little boy unfortunately drowned, but because of that, oh. my mom was born. It's like weird things like that. Um, the next night after I saw the woman, I like, I woke up in the middle of the night and I heard like water dripping. Um, and I, I like, well, my mom, I was like, uh, his name was Scott. I was like, I think, I think Scott needs a towel. Like, I think he's in here. Poor. Like, I was just like, I don't know what's going on. And it's literally never happened since then. Like I've never, my friends are like, my friends very much like Claire, like they hear things and stuff like mm -hmm. that, but that's really the only, any kind of interaction that I've had with. That's so spooky though. And it's so like vivid, like to actually yeah. see like a full apparition is like, that's so scary. I know it was, it was, it was bizarre. And I, I don't think they were the first owners of the house. It was so odd. And they live on a, I mean, it was just, it was, it, it was, it was strange, but my sisters and my mom are not at the time. were not, you know, ones to believe in that kind of stuff, but they right. were like, your voice, my sister was like, I was scared for, and she still brings it up. She was like, your voice, like, she was like, I, she was like, I believed you in a second. So scary have you seen anything before I've never like seen anything um I've like had weird things happen like I I like lived in a haunted house during college and yes. so I've had like weird things happen and like but I've never seen anything it's all been just very like um like one time the shower got turned on full blast and like my roommate was the one there and was like oh why is Madison taking an hour and a half long shower like it's gonna be a big water bill and went in and like the shower's just going full blast and like nobody's there like I wasn't even home the lights off everything like that and like that whole year that I lived there my dog would not come inside the house she literally lived in the backyard she did not want to come in oh my gosh it's it was so spooky I'm gonna have my roommate on at some point to like tell the whole story so I don't want to tell everything but like it was those are the things that I've seen or heard um and then like now ghost hunting and stuff it's been really weird because it's like I'm still kind of a skeptic sometimes but right now I'm like oh well maybe I'm not as much of a skeptic as I was yeah yeah I can only imagine the deep dive that you've uh that you've that you've been on and it's in this podcast it's pretty wild it's pretty wild yeah yeah I bet yeah I bet <laughs> Okay, so I am ready to hear about your Ouija board experiences because I just, I cannot wait. I like know little things that you've told me here and there, but I cannot wait to get the whole story. So I had never Ouija boarded ever. Like I would, you know, I was like, don't, you know, don't, don't mess, don't mess with that. Uh, but then I moved in with a girl in, when I was living in Los Angeles and she was like my best friend and she had another friend there and they always used to Ouija together when they were little and they had crazy things happened to them um but we we got a Ouija board at world market um because it was cute Love it. and uh you know that one girl came over and I was always the board would never move when I touched it um it, the combo was they touched it and then I was the writer um but you know we had like we had some stuff and the, the person that they used to talk to came through um but like eventually and I wish I had my 
notebook, but eventually we were, we were like, you know, is anyone there? And I, you know, I've never been a listener of, but for some reason, Easy E came through and you know, everyone's like, oh, you guys were moving it. And I was like, how in like, I just like can't even fathom a place in my brain where like, just like of all the people that to talk to, like if I were to collaborate with my friends or move the board, like I, I just, you, Easy E would not be the be on the forefront of my mind. And so um, it, it spelled, like spelled his name exact. Like I wouldn't even know how to spell it, like spelled his name. And then, you know, we're like, where are you from? And he gave the location where he was from. Um, and then he also gave the location where he died. Oh. Um, and he ended up lit, like he ended up, we looked up his old like residences and he lived in Hancock Park, which was like a couple blocks from where we lived. So we're like, maybe mm -hmm. he's just, you know, walking walking around, but it was really interesting. Um, I asked him uh, like what his favorite movie was as a kid, I think, or the, I think I asked him the first movie he remembered seeing in the movie theaters. And um, he said that it was the movie Big with Tom Hanks because he said that like as a kid, um, he thought it was, you know, he, and I, you know, I'm, I don't have my book in front of me, but he basically said that he, thought you know he came from a place where he was growing up where he had a lot of limitations and you know the limitations of youth for Tom Hanks he was able to make a wish and like make his dreams come true and alter the way mm -hmm. his life went so I think it was kind of an escapism thing and then he said that you know he eventually got in with the wrong people and that wasn't like a possibility for him as a little kid anymore because he I think he got in with you know it, with violence or whatever but um oh. it was it was crazy I know I know I was getting really emotional yeah and it was kind of broken up and so I was putting it together and I was like you guys he's talking about big and it was I, it was just so random and so lovely like the just very I it was the most that I've ever felt during something like that um but then we got into trouble with the Ouija board I think we were maybe drinking wine or whatever and just got loose with the rules Ooh, and I yeah, think that's dangerous. Him, yep. And uh, we asked him to play a song, his favorite song on Alexa or whatever, someone. And like, we had our windows open, like very open apartment. And all of a sudden, like all of the doors went, wow. And they Absolutely all shut. Not. It was horrifying. Um, and then from that point on, like we ended up having to get out of our lease because it like did not feel, it was like the most magical apartment in Los Angeles. And it felt so small and it felt like it wasn't ours anymore weirdly like it felt like it was someone else's space and they were going to claim it like it my roommate and I like I I don't do that kind of stuff anymore and I know that you've asked me to go ghost hunting with you but I just think that like I'm too yeah. like I, I that stuff I think likes to move through me and I don't want it uh, attaching so I, there was a little period where my roommate thought that like something was maybe attached to me and we were looking at like getting cleansed but we ended up literally having to move because it, I, I feel like I told you this the other night, like when we were sh like turning the lock for the last time, like we could not get out of there fast enough. We were like trying to say goodbye to the yeah. apartment. I'm just like pictured like these shadow hands being like, tick, tick, tick. like, I, like, I was like, oh my God, we like ran out of the apartment. That is so scary. Like it was beyond scary. It was so scary. It was so, it, yeah. Like uh, our Alexa would turn on randomly. We had like an old radio player and it would just start playing music, you know, the whole, the whole, the whole shebang. So we were like, bye-bye. Okay. Yeah. That's terrifying. At least in my haunted house, there was never anything that felt like scary. Like there were right. weird things. We would have like, um, my roommate had like an app that would like record if she talked in her sleep. Cause her sister was like, you talk in your sleep. And she was like, I want to see what I say. And we would have like a random voice come through on that or something like that. But it was never anything like scary. Like we never felt scared of it. Um, it would like slam the front door open sometimes, but like I don't know. We never felt scared. Like we were just like, okay, yeah. bye Mildred. Like we named her, we got our stocking for Christmas, like Mildred, whatever. Stop. Which is like, we <laughs> probably shouldn't have done that. That probably like invited it in, but we did it because we were stupid and in college. So yeah, you know, it seems nice. You can tell though, like you can tell, like, you know, yeah. you're here. That's cool. Just don't scare me. Okay, buddy. We can all peacefully coexist. We just don't want to know that you're here, you know, like, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, exactly. That's kind of how I felt there. I was like, we're just all chilling here. It's fine. It's cool. Like, but that's so scary to have something like in your house that like feels like malicious. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it just like, it, it was so odd because it just did not feel mm -hmm. like our house anymore. It didn't feel like our yeah. space 
it was like we were being like we could not find a place fast enough like we got into our lease the other lease a little bit early and we were sleeping over there um and we had like no furniture yeah. we were just like we don't want to like uh, yeah but we um we didn't break the board apart I think we just I think we just put it in the old the old dumpster um but yeah that was that was that and I will never ever I will never touch a Ouija board I get very defensive if someone pulls mm -hmm. one out of the party I'm like no I I can't mess with that stuff like I'll use like the EVPs or the spirit box or whatever but like Ouija board just feels like too much like I don't know it just scares me because why would you it's like why would you be talking to something good on there you know like why right. like why what makes us you know if there was a, a direct connection to you know heaven mm -hmm. or the afterlife um why does everybody and it's just so weird that like is it Hasbro or Mattel that makes Ouija boards yeah it's like, it's like one of the toy companies or something yeah the fact that they just sell that and then people like make their own like one of my friends like it was the same friend and she was teaching her boyfriend's little sister she's like we want a Ouija and they were in uh I think they were in uh I don't know where they were but they were in another country and uh McKenna was like I'll make one and one of the little girl's friends was over. She's like, let's talk to bad things. It was like trying to invite bad stuff. And I think no. it's even you're making your own oh. board. Like to me, yeah. like, I feel like there's too much of your own. Mm -hmm. You're putting too much energy into it. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like it would specifically be attached to you. Like it's, mm -hmm. I, I, it's just, it's a no, it's a no, it's a no for me. It's a no for me. Yeah. Oh. The exorcist, we've, yeah, we've all seen the exorcist potentially mm -hmm. and we just don't touch it. There's bad, yeah. there's bad, bad, bad guys out there. Oh, that's so spooky. That's like, that's a really scary story. And I love it, but I hate it. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, that, yeah, it, it was, it was scary. It was spooky. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. Terrifying. Okay. Um, do you have any favorite true crime stories or like cryptids? We're going to just get off of all the really scary stuff. Oh, cryptids, like, like Bigfoot or like things like that. Like, like creatures. Well, my uncle... Um, he's my crazy uncle Terry who lives in um Oregon. He is a big I have that in my notes. I literally was like things I know about Chandler already. And it was like her uncle question mark hunts Bigfoot in Oregon, I think. Like I remember you casually mentioning that at some point. He goes so. out every morning. He goes out every morning. He goes and looks for the Sasquatch. He calls my dad and leaves like long messages about his sightings for the day. And oh, I almost got him. He's got like a he bought like a nice, like a nice camera, and that's what he does. He wears like a little sailor hat and he and he hunts for the, and he hunts for the Sasquatch. Um, what do I, I mean, I read a lot of Irish fairy tales and I, I think it's so funny, the depiction of fairies that we've gotten as a society versus like what they, you know, are actually intended to right. be. And they're evil and scary. Yeah. Like <laughs> that one, I think I, I like fairies a lot. I mean, it's so tough to say like what your favorite true crime is my least favorite and one that I do not listen to any podcasts on like I've listened mm -hmm. I, is John Wayne Gacy oh yeah that one's I don't so... I listened like I was babysitting and I'd walk the baby while she would nap and I'd listen to last mm -hmm. podcast on the left and yeah. even when it was funny like I I think I turned it off after 15 minutes and I couldn't finish listening to it and this has happened to me on two occasions I also tried to watch a documentary on him both nights I have literally had the worst dreams of my life and at both dreams I am in John Wayne Gacy's like basement and he's dressed as a clown and he's hiding in a bunch of stuffed animals and me and all the boys are trying to get out of there but all the door like it's like I will not I will not mm -hmm. listen to anything with them on like I don't know I, I don't know what it is but uh my brain does my my brain said no so I don't I don't do John Wayne Gacy that one scares me that one's really really spooky to me that one is like, it's super unsettling. It's just like, you expect a lot of true crime stories. Like you can kind of see what's coming, but like that one's just so unsettling. I hate that one. Yeah. It's just evil. That one's just really, I mean, they're all evil, mm -hmm. but that one is, that one is really, really, really. Yeah. That one's, that one's, that one's bizarre. I, I mean, I've, it's so funny. I feel like my brain blocks the stuff out after I watch it weirdly. Like I yeah. listen to so much My Favorite Murder or is that what it is? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, last podcast on the left. Yeah, I've listened to so many of them, but uh, you know, I really love uh, I really love Charles Manson. Um, mm -hmm. 
Uh, I love that when he was found, because he was so short, he was so tiny that he literally fit in like a dresser drawer and they almost didn't see him, but then they saw what they see like a tuft of hair coming out of the drawer. Something like that. Yeah. And he was just like squished in there. Like that's just like, he's just like, hey guys, when they open. Oh, 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 I have something to go along with the Manson murders. Oh, okay. Okay. So I have a bad habit of, uh, buying farm animals when I was going through breakups, like in college. And then when I was in Los right. Angeles. I was going through a breakup and I was like, I'm going to get a rabbit. Um, haven't done that one yet. So I find a rabbit on Craigslist, same day. This all happened same day. And I'm driving and it tells me to exit. Um, it's like uh, on the Spawn Ranch exit, which is where the Mansons yeah, like, yeah. lived. I was like, well, this is weird. And I I like texted my friends, my location. And I was like, all right, all right you guys, I don't know what's going on, but I'm near Spawn Ranch. And I wouldn't pick him picked the bunny up from a very nice man this rabbit was incredible so sweet baby bunny was adorable was a black rabbit and uh I was sitting my roommate was out of town and I was sitting at home with the rabbit one night and I like had my cart my tarot cards laid out and I look and the rabbit has hopped right in front of the, the deck and literally starts flipping cards like boom and they were all accurate like they were all related to each other because I was like I kept going back to the guy who I shouldn't have been with. And uh, it was all like, get out of the relationship. You're supposed to be yeah. this. Like, it was giving you like where you are versus like what you could be. And I was like, bunny. And I was like, no, it's going to be me. That <laughs> is wild. going to believe me. And then my roommate came home and I was like, I swear. I was like, dude, I swear. And she didn't believe me. And I was like, I'm just going to set out the cards. And we were talking about 20 minutes later. She goes, Chandler. And I turn and the bunny is sitting in front of him, does the same thing. Hold on, I wonder if Zoom will, I have, I had a video of it, but the video for some reason just goes black, but I have, I, I have. Well, that's like creepy a in its own way. No, I know. <laughs> bunny. Um, but you can see the rabbit flipping the card, like the oh, black, my it like won't play. But the rabbit, it, and it was so weird because it would like flip them up. It, was, it wasn't just like, uh, and, but then after it did that, the rabbit went like, crazy and like tape like hopped on the couch and just started biting me with biting my computer and I was like oh, oh. what's going on the rabbit turned into turned into a, uh turned into a little bit of a monster I don't know what the purpose of the rabbit was that is spawn ranch. wild that is wild if you want to send that to me I can add it into the video if you want yes, 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 okay, I will. okay. I will. perfect perfect oh my god oh yeah my I'm just happy that I have some proof. Like, I'm happy that I have some proof. And I was trying to give the rabbit away online because I didn't have a lot of money at the time. And I was like, someone, this rabbit could maybe make you a lot of money. I posted the the video. I thought it was to make a lot of money off of this rabbit. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I love it. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I I, I suppose the Manson murders would be my favorite. What's your favorite true crime story? I don't know that I have like a specific favorite, but I really like the ones that are like, uh, like unsolved, like people who just straight up disappear and like, there's no answer. Like those are fascinating to me because it's like, or they'll like disappear and then be seen like five years later for like a split second and then like disappear again. They're just so wild to me. And I love hearing about those, the ones that just like don't add up at all. Yeah. Yeah, I love a good, I love a good, uh, I feel like they just found s- someone that's like a kid that's been missing for like five years or something that was kidnapped. I just, I love any of those stories because yeah. it's like, thank, thank, thank goodness some survive. Right. Yeah. Like, oh my God, kidnapping was, yeah, kidnapping is scary and horrible, but what a win when you find, when they're found. For sure. I almost picked like a, a baby that was like missing for 40 years and then found in Oklahoma to tell you today, but I picked a different story. I was oh so gosh. close to picking that though. Isn't that oh weird? Gosh. Well, I can't wait for that one too. Yeah. Jeez. I'll do that in a future episode, like coming oh up soon, gosh. but I almost picked that. 40 years. <laughs> yeah. It was wild. Um, okay. So last question, which one do you think is scarier paranormal or true crime? Ooh. I feel like I'm able to watch more paranormal stuff. Mm-hmm. I think, I think true crime is scarier to me. Like when I'm listening to a lot of true crime, I can feel like it, I there's a weight to it, and then I'm also so paranoid all the time. Um, I'm I'm a very uh, uh I'm just a, I'm very emotionally empathetic, and so like I'll either like get dreams from what I'm watching, or like I just like start like it, it carries through 
for the rest of the day for me. So I like have to be careful about how much I listen to it. Cause it's, yeah, I feel like paranormal is scary, scarier to me in a sense. Like, I feel like I would go to a, I know. <sighs> I know, I know. I think paranormal is scarier, but that's because I think I like to think that I'm very, uh, I'm good in a crisis. So I like to think that I'd be like, you know, you do this, 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 and this, you know, like start leaving yeah. your head start pulling your hair out, start scratching him, you know, like you like to think that you would do all that, but I'd probably just be like, yeah. so for sure. no, I think, I think true crime is scarier for me, for sure. Yeah. It just feels so much more like real, like more likely, I guess, that I don't like it. Yeah. But I also like, am fascinated by it. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The human brain is f- so fascinating. I, psychology was mm-hmm. like one of the most interesting courses that I've ever taken but it's just funny how everyone like starts off as a baby everyone starts off you know somewhat innocent and nature versus you know whether it's Mm -hmm. their environment or you know whatever they already have in their brain um it's just it's 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 sad and it's complicated but it's so fascinating to learn about because so much so many of us are like you know like how does anyone even think like that so I think it's just interesting Mm -hmm. That there are yeah, like really the, everybody's backstories are really yeah. fascinating to hear about like and they're so similar so often like these like yes. serial killers like all had such similar childhoods or like had suffered a head injury like just crazy things that happen that can just like change your life 100 100 for yeah, sure it's, it's scary I think I'm more scared of paranormal <sighs> Like, that's the thing. Like, I don't, like, I, I wouldn't go with you to the haunted hotel and I wouldn't go with you to the graveyard because I was too scared. Yeah. Well, I'm wondering if I am more scared of that kind of stuff. I don't know. I've tried, man. I've tried to talk you into it. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> I don't know. If anyone's getting possessed, it's me, so. Well, then never mind. Let's not do that. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, like, nope. All right. So I have a spooky story to tell you. I wish I could turn the sun off so it could be dark in here. I know. But I picked this one because I felt like it was very on brand for us. So this is the story of the haunted Constantine Theater in Pawhuska. I was an extra in a movie up there and we were in that theater. And I found myself looking at like everyone was just like sitting there and we were stuck in there for like six hours. I was like looking up the history of that place. I was like, it was so beautiful. I'm so excited you picked this. Yeah, it's like super, super haunted. Like, super haunted. I love that you've been there. That's incredible. How Where are they? They're from Greece. Yeah. Yes. I'm so excited. Oh, that's so crazy. Oh my god. I, okay. like li- I know like a little bit about it. I was like, doing okay. a little bit well, perfect. About it. So I'm gonna let me say my sources real fast so I don't get sued. So I got all my information from the Oklahoman, onlyinyourstate.com. Uh, ktul.com, visitpahuskaok.com, tulsaparanormal.com, and then two books. One was Haunted Places in America, A Guide to Spooked and Spooky Public Places in the United States. Long title. And the other book was Haunted Oklahoma, Ghosts and Strange Phenomena of the Sooner State. I had no idea it was so haunted. Amazing. It's like, oh yeah, I was reading about this and I was like, this is terrifying. I was like telling my sister about it. And she was like, wait, I want to go there. If you investigate, you have to go investigate this one. And I was like, yeah, honestly, like I didn't plan on going to investigate it when I did this, but now I'm like, I think we need to go. Oh, I was getting vibes there. That's so odd. That's so odd. Cause that's like, I never, I'm like, let me look at the history of this building. But I was yeah. like, talk to anyone. Like this place seems like, what is this place? A, what is this place doing here? It seems so out of place. Cause it's so pretty mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. Um, and B, vibes phantom of the opera vibes for sure that's incredible i'm so excited about this now oh my goodness okay so we're gonna start out with the history of it which Great. sounds like you already know a little bit of but little bit. i'll give Let's... you like all the history Great. so uh in the late 1800s the osage town of pahuska was already booming um even before the discovery of oil on osage osage lands the osage tribe had grown extremely wealthy from leasing their grazing lands so the town the tribe doing extremely well at that point and then in the 1880s, the Pawhuska House Hotel was built because they had so many people like coming into the town because it was just like booming. And so we don't know a ton about its time as a hotel This because this building was originally the Pawhuska House Hotel. Um, 
we do know that it was like a pretty rowdy place. Um, one of the Dalton brothers, like of the, the Dalton gang, uh, Bob Dalton, he was actually the Osage chief of police around that time. So the town itself was just like wild, apparently. Old West, man. Wild West. Yeah, Old West. I love that because literally our last like investigation was like the Doolin Dalton gang shootout in Ingalls or whatever. And so I found this and I was like, what the heck? Okay, great. So, so many connections. Wow. Um, so there were at least two deaths in the hotel while it was a hotel. In 1895, a man died of pneumonia. We don't know anything about him, just that he died of pneumonia. And then in 1905, a music teacher named Ada Fry died of typhoid fever. So nothing too like spooky, but just a couple of deaths. Uh, and so the very next year in 1906, the first ghost sighting was reported in the hotel. And it was actually in the local newspaper. Like they published an article that was like, there's been a ghostly figure seen on the balcony of the hotel. So it was so like- rare. That's so rare for yeah, them. It was like, like literally in the yeah. paper. Yeah. So that's just wild that there's like actual like evidence that was enough for them to publish in the paper. Yeah, that is um, rare, man. Yeah. And then uh, two years after that, in 1908, on election day, two men started debating at the hotel and they just like, I don't know, really got into it, I guess, and challenged each other to a duel because apparently we're in Hamilton or something. And they went into the street in front of the hotel, counted down and opened fire. And one man was injured and the other died. Then two years later, the surviving gunman of the duel was outside the hotel, like same hotel, same street in front of it. And he was shot six times by the son of the man that he had killed. Sounds like there is some naughty business on that property for it to be have you ever watched the show room 104 on hbo no it's so it's uh every episode they're like 30 minute episodes and they're Mm -hmm. all different like some of them are comedy some of them are drama some of them are scary but they all take place in the same hotel room and it just like lowers certain energy to it so every every episode is completely unrelated um but they like in the in the second season they open it with like a flashback to the 20s and it's a brother and a sister and they're like trying to build this hotel together and then it like shows that like you know the sister ends up killing the brother and it's like there was all this like bad energy and bad blood that got put and it was like right on that hotel room so it's so like it's just like interesting how certain places like have either had something bad Mm -hmm. happen or there's just like some weird current going through it and that's where just like attracts I don't know death and things like that that's so interesting that that's that's fascinating yeah oh I'm gonna have to watch that I love it's that good. it's good and it's not too spooky oh okay good then I can watch it so, <laughs> um so that's like the last death that we know of I believe um and it was just like in the street outside but yeah. still like the same property um so kind of the next thing that happened was one year later in 1911 the building was sold to George C.C. C. Constantine a Greek immigrant and he wanted to turn the building into the finest opera house in the Southwest, which is like a strange goal for Oklahoma, but I'm here for us. Yeah, like, he's like, here, yeah. there's nothing here. <laughs> Spilled the finest theater the world's ever seen. <laughs> but he actually did. Like, it's gorgeous. It was it- like, yeah, it was incredible. It opened in 1914 and became like a major stop on the vaudeville circuit because, you know, that's like what was big during that time. Wow. It's so cool. Um, And then in the 1919-1920 season, it hosted six of the biggest opera stars from the New York Metropolitan Opera. They like came and performed there. Go Pahaska. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Wow. So very successful, which is random, but I love it. Um, Some other events that they hosted at the theater included Uh silent movies, boxing matches, and an onstage circus with a baby elephant and a dog and pony act. They said, we have three animals. <laughs> and you here we are. A dog and a pony. You've got yourself a circus. <laughs> in, oh in a gorgeous God. opera house, which is like the most random location for all of these things. Crazy. Crazy. Um, so the theater also featured like the largest proscenium in the state of Oklahoma at the time. And uh, tickets for opening night performances ranged from $2 to $5, which would be $50 to $125 today. Hmm. So like, they're making some good money. Right. 
But then, you know, vaudeville kind of went downhill. I guess the opera stars didn't want to come into Pawhuska anymore. And it became a movie theater. And then it closed in 1970. Wow. Yeah. Just like a lot of history there. Uh, Then it sat empty until 1985 when the town pushed to restore the building. And the job was given to a carpentry class at the local high school for some reason. Yes. Which is like weird to me because it was literally like listed on the National Register of Historic Places and like the National League of Historic Theaters. And I'm like, why are they letting high schoolers renovate this? There was something weird that I was either reading or that someone was telling me there. And it was something like the city owned the building now. And it was they were that the reason that they let the high school do it is because it was just gonna like sit there and be you know what it was okay. and so the only like free labor that they could kind of find because they didn't have any money was like high school shop classes basically right so like, it's just like this intricate like I walked in and everyone's like went and sat down and I was like are we like I was like anybody like just the the proscenium was so beautiful I wanted to go backstage and look at everything but it was the it was so intricate like I haven't seen it looks like an old like old New York theater it's it looks lavish like someone just like randomly put a lot like a lot of money a lot of money um so wild yeah it it yeah yeah as you said it's crazy but it's just like it's slow because if the bus all the high schoolers over so it's like they're they're trying to they're trying and I think they were really hoping that Killers of the Flower Moon um the Scorsese mm-hmm. movie that was filming up there like they w- that was what we were being extras for and they literally right, had right. Like, cardboard cutouts of Leonardo DiCaprio in the front of the building like hopefully they can get someone to put money into it it's, yeah it's, it's a shame but it's I remember hearing something like the city owns it or like the building next door owns it and they it, it's yeah it's something something okay but it, oh, yeah interesting Okay, that makes more sense because I was like, why are high schoolers restoring this historic theater? But that makes more sense. Um, I think there was, was there a flood there? I'm not sure, actually. I don't know. I can't wait to do a deep dive, man. This is incredible. All right, keep going. going. Okay, perfect. So um, once the renovations began, they quickly discovered that things were like not what they seemed. They started having a lot of weird things happen. the renovation seemed to disturb the spirits, of course, because like they always do. And yeah. so they also, I feel bad for these high schoolers going into this because they like, can you imagine just like getting put in that class for an elective and then you're suddenly restoring a haunted theater? Like, you're like, I didn't even want to be in this class and now I'm hanging out with ghosts all day. Yeah, yeah, This I had to take this. And I already don't want to be painting this theater blue they don't like the color and now they're harassing me like I didn't didn't ask for any of this I should have been banned (laughs) exactly um so they quickly discovered a maze of tunnels hidden underneath the building which is like so spooky to me like that's so scary but also like so cool I want to go explore the tunnels oh my god you were it's so rare to find it you were in that building no, I knew. No, I knew. Like, I was like, I want to go backstage. Like, I was like, I want to go back, back there. And I was like, kind of like, I just like kept like, I was like, like looking around, like, is anyone going to see me looking and like invite me into the back? Like, I was like, come on. Like, I yeah, I was dying. I knew, I, I knew there was cuddles in that place. I knew. <sighs> okay, continue. Well, I'm glad that I'm telling you this, like, after you've already been there, because you may not have wanted to go there after you hear like all the things that have happened there and that like people Uh-oh. have seen, because it's very spooky, but also like, so cool. I, oh, I love it. So um, they took all the wiring out to like replace it or whatever, like all the wiring for the lights. And then after they took all of that out, a light started to blink mysteriously in the room that had once been like the office, like George Constantine's office. But like there was no wiring, like the light fixtures were still there, but there was no wires going to them. So there should not have been any electricity, like a light was just blinking. They also started to hear footsteps on the stage when no one was there. And uh, the footsteps sounded like someone limping across the stage, which is like 10 times creepier, I feel like. But also really yes, sad because it it's is. like, it's so creepy, but it's also like, you're still limping in the afterlife? I'm so sorry. Like, that's so fair. You know, we think right? we're going to go, we're going to be 
best cutest versions of ourselves when we get to the afterlife and they're like nah dude there's there's nothing we can do for your leg here either like that's so sad I know I'm like tragic like it's it's so creepy with the limp like it makes it so much scarier but it's also just so sad so unless he was doing like he was reenacting his a scene from a play that he did there maybe you know hey, maybe well we'll get to it we'll get to who it was it's pretty or who they think it is like they can't say for sure but it's it's pretty spooky um and then once this is about the underground tunnels and this might be like my favorite one um once when a student had gone down to run a water line in the tunnels uh smoke appeared at the end of the tunnel and so the kid tried to like run away like run out of the tunnel and the smoke chased him out of the tunnel but then like stopped at the edge like it just like followed him and then stopped at the edge of the tunnel and like wouldn't come out the mummy isn't that creepy that is that poor high school kid was like first of all I love that you were like the high school student was going to install a water line he did she's dead he did not ask for that and then he went down and he got chased by the mummy no one wants that ask for that awful awful but like that's so spooky I love it um also like all of these things that happened like during the renovations they were in an article in the Oklahoman in like 1989 so like these were all in the newspaper which is so crazy to me it's not just like a random website that I got these from literally the Oklahoman that's so rare that is yeah 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 I love it there's just so much with this one wow wow I Um, wonder if it's PR so they can sell it maybe I mean I'd be I'd want to buy it Someone should buy, I mean, someone should buy mm-hmm. it, but they better be prepared, I suppose. Yeah, sage that place. Cement the tunnels, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I read that and I was like, what is this, Barbarian? Yes! <laughs> Scary. Um, so the last thing that, like, happened um, during the renovations, which is, like, this one might be the most wild. Um, one Friday afternoon, the students tore down a wall that was in the office. They were trying to, like, make it bigger. And then they got back on Monday morning and the wall was standing again. Uh, Which I will say, I could definitely see it being just like high school kids who were like, yeah, I totally tore down that wall like I was supposed to. The ghost put it back up, you know? But I don't know. That's what the the Oklahoman said. So I put it in there. And if it happened, that's spooky. Yeah. If some hardworking ghosts. Right? I'm like, that's a lot to do. Like, I would just chill. brick. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, oh man, sounds like yeah. It sounds like there's some serious. Uh, you know what? If people are, I'm surprised that you know. It, it always makes sense when theaters are haunted because actors hold grudges like no one I've ever, I've honestly ever met, that especially a theater actor. There's always drama mm-hmm. and there's always a grudge, and so the fact that they're like, I'm not leaving this theater, like. And it's mine, like prima donnas everywhere. You know, they're like, "Don't." That was my dressing room. That's where I smooched Johnny on the wall. <laughs> like, you know, that's accurate. And like, if I was gonna haunt anything, it would be a theater. Like, yeah. that would be like, this was my favorite favorite theater to perform in, and I'm gonna stay here forever. I'm gonna I will be the- in every show. You might not know it, but I will be in all of them. Exactly. Like, if I'm gonna go, you know, go through the trauma of being an actor, like. I'm going to, I'm going to go to the place that made me feel like, made me feel like exactly. a queen. Yeah. Exactly. The place where I know I'm going to get the most attention. A haunted theater. It's the theater. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, citizens of Pahaska soon started to think that the spirit of Constantine was haunting the theater, which like makes sense. However, yeah. it was later discovered that Constantine's sister had lived with him and she was known throughout the town as a psychic. She was also the one who actually designed the theater and she had to wear like a corrective style boot because she had a limp. Oh! <gasps> right? Oh! And they didn't know it until after they had heard that and started like looking things up. Like they didn't like go into it knowing like, oh, his sister had a limp. I hear a yeah. limping ghost. Like they like, heard about it later. I knew it was going to be a girl, if I'm being honest. I really did. I mm-hmm. knew it was going to be it's her theater yeah and it was beautiful like for someone to go in there and like touch any piece of that theater as opposed to just like restoring it is genuinely mm-hmm. criminal um yeah I'd be mad too yeah I, I don't blame Greece. her my dad took me from Greece or my you know my brother from Greece and not saying that I knew the state of Greece at the time but 
you know, from Greece yeah. to, you know, rural Oklahoma, I'd be a little mad. And then all I had was mm-hmm. my theater. It looks like, it looks like, uh, what is it? The the birth of Venus painting. Like it just looks, yeah. it looks like Greece in yeah. there. Like it looks exotic and royal and brilliant. Like it's, 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 it's yeah. I can't say enough about it, obviously. I love it. I want to go so bad. Oh my goodness. No, I'm totally going to do a ghost hunt. The lift, isn't that crazy? Oh, I would go on a tour there. Honestly, I feel like I could have some words with her. Let's do it. I'm going to talk you into it one of these days. <laughs> I've already been fine, just not in the tunnels. <laughs> All right, deal, deal. Um, So there's been like a lot of recent ghost encounters because people do like go and do investigations there. Uh-huh. So this is literally the longest list ever of things that people have like seen or heard. So feel free to comment on any of these. Stop me whenever. So some of the things that they've encountered include sighs heard over the microphone, even when it isn't turned on. The sound of locked doors being opened. Um, A child's voice being heard in the room, even when there are no children present. Which like, that's a demon, I think, but okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to look out for that. Yeah. Uh, supernatural mist, which we already know about from the tunnels, but is like so creepy. Yeah. Um, sounds of old cowboys fighting, I guess from the days it was a hotel. I don't know, but I love it. And I'm just like, I wonder what they're saying. I'm so curious. (laughs) Again, other than people in the theater, I would, I would suspect an old cowboy Mm -hmm. to hold a grudge like that. Like I'm not leaving. I didn't win the duel. I'm going to live here forever until I do win. Like of the two people. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. It all tracks. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, objects flying through the air, which like, I want to know what the objects are. Cause there's a big difference between like a brick or like a pencil or something. I'm so curious. Like how much power do they have? I mean, they rebuilt a whole wall, so I guess a lot. And they break, so apparently a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, electronics will stop working, and fully charged batteries will mysteriously drain. Piano music is heard, even though there's no piano in the building anymore. They hear gunshots. They feel cold spots. They can smell cigar smoke. And uh, people report getting the overwhelming feelings of either anger or excitement. Oh, I was angry there. Let me tell you, I was angry because I was there for six hours and they said, we don't need to use you anymore. So let me tell you, they were feeling, oh. feeling angry in that place. It was so odd. I've like, it's just so weird. Cause I've never, I felt, I was just like so antisocial and mm-hmm. all I cared about was the building when I was there. Like everyone was like trying to talk to each other. Yeah. And I was literally going around, like looking at the walls and I just like, I, I can't explain it. Like I just, it, I don't know. I was like, ups- like I was, I was upset and because we were all supposed to be like nurses there was like five of us and they only ended up right, using right. the girls but they were oh. like are any of you real real nurses and this girl raised her hand was like I am and then afterwards she was bragging about how she wasn't a real nurse and then she got to be in sports oh. so that's you know, not cool but like I really like I just sat by myself and I remember like I literally was like writing in my notebook it's so I bet I still have the stuff that I was writing there I drew a picture of the proscenium straight up like I swear I will send you pictures so that you can post please them. do and there and I was trying to meditate and talk to anybody that was there like I was literally sitting Man. there like I was like this place is crazy like it was I, I I'm so happy you picked this I cannot believe that like I, and you guys, I have, I had no idea. I'm not like pretending like I didn't know. I had no clue she had ever been here. I didn't, like, yeah, I didn't know. No yeah, idea. I didn't know, you know, it was haunted, but I was like, there's history here. And I feel like they do tours. Oh my God. we got to go into the tunnels. <laughs> That's so crazy. Oh my goodness. I, this is, this is insane. I love it. Yeah. Um, so they've also gotten some like EVPs there. And some of these include footsteps, disembodied voices, answering questions and giving names singing which is like very fitting for a theater I think laughing um they got a woman's voice saying so many years and they got a different woman's voice saying they're talking about us you wish isn't that spooky (laughs) that's crazy Um, oh wild I've never gotten that clear of an EVP but okay um Maybe there I will. I wonder what um, you have to do. Maybe if you say Macbeth in the theater, maybe like they're like, don't do that. You have to say McBee or Mackers. Honestly, I would try it. I 
yeah you know, start yeah start singing some old Gershwin and see if anyone joins in and then once Wallace team was doing an investigation with the news crew they captured a voice on the spirit box saying the news like they knew they were from the news so smart these spirits I know they're so with it Probably the most well-known spirit in the theater is the full-body apparition of a woman seen in the balcony. She wears, like, an old-style button-down dress, like, turn-of-the-century dress. Yeah, Titanic, yeah. Yeah. So some people think this is the spirit of Constantine's daughter, Sappho. Others believe... Isn't that cool? I remember telling people that, because I was like, this family sounded elite. Like, that's like a god... Like, it was so Mm -hmm. odd like it's odd that it's in Pahatka continue yeah um others think it was the spirit of Ada Fry the music teacher who died of typhoid fever in the hotel but uh after one group of investigators got an EVP saying Emma many people now believe that it's the spirit of a woman named Emma Renier she and her husband managed the hotel from 1896 to 1898. And there are like historical photos of her wearing a turn of the century style dress with like buttons down the front. Like she just kind of matches it. And they got an EVP saying Emma. Whoa. Right? Whoa. So, yeah. So they think she's the one that's like in the balcony. Wow. Yeah. So and cool. that, that is the story of the Constantine Theater. Hold on. Let me grab my journal. Let me see if I can find this. Right? Yes, yes, yes. Interesting. I'll have to read through this and see if there's anything in here. It's so funny. Yes. That's freaking crazy, dude. I cannot believe that, like, the one story I choose, you've literally been there and, like, could tell there was something there. That is so wild. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. I wrote, I was, while I was sitting there, I said, because it was, like, my fourth time going up to try and be an extra, and I was like, I feel like I'm chasing fairies, but who would I be if I didn't blindly pursue magic? I've never felt so sure of anything. Um, then they didn't use me. But crazy <laughs> I didn't look good in the nurse's outfit anyways the hat was not was not a not a good look for me but I hate when the wardrobe's not good dude <laughs> uh yeah 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 olden day nurses hats were not mm. especially cute but that is insane that's yeah. crazy we have to go and then we can go to the uh, pioneer pioneer woman's uh, restaurant yes man their food is so good Oh my God, I've never been. You haven't? Oh, we have to go. It's so good. I went like, I don't know, probably like three or four years ago. So much fun. So cute. Such good food. Yes, let's do it. Sweetheart. What a sweet, what a sweet woman. Well, this has been crazy. I'll send you the picture of my uh, tarot card pulling bunny. So you can Please have do. That. So you can have the proof, the hard evidence. Oh, I um, will be adding it in the video. Don't worry. So. But this has been so fun. Oh my yes. God. I Thank you so to- much for being our first guest star. Oh I'm gosh, so excited. I'm truly, I'm truly honored. This is a blast. Oh, yay. I'm so glad. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Um, follow us on Instagram at Spooky Oki Podcast. Send any story recommendations or any cool places we can go investigate to Spooky Oki Podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to support us on Patreon for $3 a month for access to all of our video investigations. All right. Thank you guys. Stay spooky.